So uh, this morning we're going to have the zechut of uh, com- completing Masechet Pesachim. Masechet Pesachim was studied uh, in the Dafyomi cycle this year, and it it happened to work out that uh, just like last year, we were just up to finishing a Masechet, just a couple of days shy of Erev Pesach, so we were in perfect time to have the siyum today to celebrate. And of course, the siyum is what allows the firstborn to eat because they're participating in a special meal. And one, one is exempted from a fast, a minor fast like this when they have the opportunity to participate in a uh, seudat mitzvah. It's considered a seudat mitzvah, a meal of a mitzvah to, uh, to celebrate the completion of learning. So I've had the zechut for the past... Uh, three and a half years to be learning together with our Dafyomi group. Uh, and it's, this is yet another Masachet that we've completed. It, we're just about halfway through the cycle of the, of the Talmud already together. But Zad Hashem will be able to finish it. Um, we'll be in, maybe in different locations, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll, now we have the wonders of the uh, internet that allow us to stay connected. So we'll hopefully continue until we finish at least a few times. We'll finish a few times together, you know, not just once because you never finish. You always continue. So the, uh, it happened to be that this Masechet is Masechet Pesachim, which relates obviously from its name, you could tell, to the holiday of Pesach. And it deals with everything from actually what we're going to be doing tonight, which is the searching for chametz, all the way through all the preparations, the mitzvah of matzah, getting rid of the chametz from the house, the korban Pesach, which was a major feature of the experience of Passover in the time of the Bet HaMikdash, the bringing of the Paschal sacrifice was a very, very significant moment. And of course, the seder, all the laws of the seder, and it ends with the last chapter, actually, of the, uh, of the tractate, deals with the laws of the seder. And so we all have fresh in our minds a lot of these halachot, a lot of these laws and practices and customs that we've just learned together. But we're just going to read the conclusion of the masechet. And, 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 and when I opened up to see what the conclusion was, I couldn't help but see uh, how fortuitous it was, how unusual it was that this is what we're concluding with. It says, Rabbi Simlai, it's speaking about, uh, this is the very last few lines of this uh, masechet. Rabbi Simlai, he came to the redemption of the firstborn. Now we're talking about the fast of the firstborn today, which is very interesting. It's at the end of the tractate, it's talking about, there he, went, he came to a pidyon aben. Everyone knows what a pidyon aben, when the firstborn son has to be redeemed from the Kohen. And ba'umine, they asked him a question, because rabbis cannot go to events without people asking him the questions. Well-known thing. Well-known phenomenon. So he came to this party. He was having to have, trying to have a good time, and they started asking him questions. Rabbi Pshita al pidyon ben, right? When it comes to the pidyon ben, the father should say a bracha because any mitzvah, any mitzvah you say a bracha, right? So asher kiddushanu b'mitzvotav v'tzivanu al pidyon ben. That's actually not part of our, of the correct manuscript of the Talmud, but we'll read it anyway. The point is that they would say, they would say a blessing. The father says a blessing when he does pidyon ben, right? Avia ben mivarech. But, what about the shechayanu that a person says at the Pidyon Aben? Of course, it's a mitzvah that comes rarely. So for a rare mitzvah, we of course say shechayanu. Who says the blessing of shechayanu? He said, Kohen mivarech, o avia ben mivarech. They asked Rabbi Simlai, who should be the one to say the blessing of shechayanu? What's the argument on either side? Kohen mivarech dekamatei hanaal Who's walking away with money in his pocket at the pidyon abed? It's the Kohen, because he's going to get that silver. And so therefore, maybe see, he should be saying the Shechayanu, because it's his lucky day. He did nothing to earn that. He just gets to walk away with the cash prize. 
Okay? So he should be saying Shechayanu on the gift of the Pidyon Ben. He gets the money. Or maybe, maybe, Oh, Avia Ben Mivarech, Deka Avid Mitzvah. Maybe the father should say the Shechayanu because after all, who's doing the mitzvah? The father. Of course, if somebody's father didn't fulfill the mitzvah of Pidyon Haben for them, then when they become an adult, they have to do Pidyon Haben. But normally the father does it for the child. So it says, Lo He didn't have the answer in his hand. Rabbi Simlai did not know the answer. Who should say the Shechayanu? The father who is doing the mitzvah or the Kohen who is receiving the payment. Ata Sha'il So he came to the Beit Midrash to ask. Amru, they said to him, Avia ben Mivarikstein, that the father should say both blessings. He says the blessing on doing the mitzvah, Asher Kedishanu Ben, it says here. And also, he says the blessing of Shechayanu, And the law is, Avi haben Mivarikstein, that the father of the child says both bachot. I think that this is a very meaningful ending for so many reasons. First of all, because we're having today the fest of the firstborn. And what is the significance of the firstborn in Judaism? If you think, why, why is it that the firstborn is consecrated? Of course, it has to do with Makat Bechorot. It has to do with the plague of the firstborn, that we were saved from that plague that happened to the Egyptians. That's the technical reason. But why does the Torah spend so much time on the firstborn? Because the firstborn, after all, every child is wonderful. We love all of our children, not just the firstborn. So why should we, only, why should we single out the firstborn? Because the firstborn is the sign of our ability to create, our fertility, our ability to pass something on to the next generation. It's a tremendous power. It's a tremendous ability that God gave us to perpetuate our line to the next generation. It's no small thing. It's really miraculous. And that can make a person... Think quite highly of himself. Think, I am a creator. What did Chava say when she had Cain? Kaniti isha Hashem. A person has acquired an aspect of Hashem, so to speak. That you're able to bring a child into the world. It's a godly thing. So what does Hashem say? The first birth that you have, the first child, is consecrated to Hashem. The first fruits consecrated to Hashem. The first things are consecrated to Hashem to remind us that this creative power, this ability comes from Hashem and has to be given to Hashem. It has to be used in the service of Hashem. He gave it to us to use for a higher purpose. And so we give it to Hashem and of course we buy it back, we redeem it. But in redeeming it, we're recognizing that really it belongs to God, belongs to Hashem. And so what is another concept that we see from this story? Who should say the Shechianu? The guy who gets the money or the guy who does the mitzvah, you see that who is, what's the real joy? The real joy is in doing the mitzvah. Who says the shechianu, the person who has the opportunity to do a mitzvah? Not the person who gets some money. Money is a wonderful thing. Money is useful. It helps with a lot of things. It's very significant. It's very important. But a mitzvah is the greatest joy. Even though the father is giving away money, he's gaining. It doesn't say because he gets his child, by the way, that he says shechianu. It says because he's doing a mitzvah. It shows you the value and the love that we attach to mitzvot, that this is what we want to celebrate, that the real winner in the transaction, even though the father is giving money to the Kohen, the real winner is the father because he's doing a mitzvah and he's remembering that his child is a gift from Hashem. And that is the ultimate joy that we can have, is doing that mitzvah. So it's a beautiful way to enter into Pesach, of course, where we think about how we were brought out of Egypt. Why? Not just to give us money, not just to give us freedom, not just to give us independence, but so we can serve Hashem, so we can have a purpose in our lives and have the true joy 
of doing mitzvot, fulfilling the will of God. Now we're going to recite the Hadran and the Kaddish. Hadran alach arvei p'sachim v'sulik alach masechet p'sachim. And really I'm saying this on behalf of all of those who participated in the Daf Yomi and uh, were with us in completing this Masechet. Hadran alach masechet p'sachim v'adrach alan. Datan alach masechet p'sachim v'adrach alan. Lonin t'shem inach masechet p'sachim v'otit t'shem inach l'obama v'adem l'obama v'adatei. Hadran alach masechet p'sachim v'adrach alan. Datan alach masechet p'sachim v'adrach alan. Lonin t'shem inach masechet p'sachim v'otit t'shem inach l'obama v'adem l'obama v'adatei. Hadran alach masechet p'sachim v'adrach alan. Datan alach masechet p'sachim v'adrach alan. Lonin t'shem inach masechet p'sachim v'otit t'shem inach l'obama v'adem l'obama v'adatei. Yeratomi lefanecha. אדוני ולא שמת חלקנו מיושבי קרנות, שאנו משכימים והם משכימים. אנו משכימים לדברי תורה, והם משכימים לדברים בטלים. אנו עמלים והם עמלים. אנו עמלים ומקבלים שכר, והם עמלים ואינם מקבלים שכר. אנו רצים והם רצים. אנו רצים לחיי העולם הבא, והם רצים לבאר שחת, שנאמר, שנאמר, ואתה אלוהים ותורידנו לבאר שחת, אנשי דמי ממה, לא יחצו ימיהם ואני אבטח בך. ירתום בפניך אדוני אלוהי, כשם שאדוני נסיים מסכת פסחים, כן תעזרי להתחיל במסכתות, ספרים אחרים, או לסיימם, ללמוד וללמד, לשמור ולעשות ולקיים את כל דברי תלמוד תורתך באהבה. וזכו כל התנאים והאמוראים ותעמדי חכמים, יעמוד לי ולזרעי שלא תמוש התורה מפי ופי זרעי וזרע זרעי עד עולם. תתקיים בי, בהתהלך לך, תנחה אותך, שוכחך תשמור עליך, והקיצות היא תזכיחך, כי בי יבוא ימיך, יוסיף לך שנות חיים. אורך ימים בימינה, בשמאלה, אושר וכבוד, אדוני עוז עמו ייתן, אדוני יברך את עמו,